This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Marks and Reese, we're back. Tracy McGrady, T-Mac, talks Sixers and Harden with us coming up here in a second. We are back. First day of training camp for the Eagles. Brian Dawkins jumps on the show at 3.30. Elliot uh, on his uh, practice report at 4 o'clock. All that's coming up. Um, you know, James Harden's comments, and then he did the subsequent an, another podcast where he believes players should be able to at least in, dictate where they're traded to if they're veterans and things like that. Mm. Um, but just the the fact that James Harden continue I mean, he, he re- reiterated it. He didn't just say the original I want to be traded. He's he's said it again. So now yeah. you now you worry about and he's he's taken the Sixers off the bio and he's made some cryptic comments on on social media. Now you worry about like, you know, it's what, what, what's his attitude when he comes what's in his mindset. Gonna be? Yeah. 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 Cause if he's not happy and he's going to, he's going to act like he's not happy, then this season doesn't have a lot of hope. No, no. Well then to me, the, it, it falls on Daryl Moore. You got to move him. The guy's literally, literally in there trying to, you know, sink the ship and, and, and disrupt the locker room. Like you don't want that in the locker room. Right. Like you don't you don't want Joel to have to deal with that. You don't want that in the locker room. All right, Tracy McGrady joins us right now, and um, Showtime Basketball announces "Bonded by Ball" inside the OBL, a four part documentary series chronicling the inaugural season of the Ones Basketball League. All four episodes of the series premiere uh, consecutively on Showtime Extreme, starting at 10 p.m. Friday, July 28th. So this Friday at 10 p.m., you can see all of them. And they're also all available on demand on streaming for Paramount Plus. Okay, that's with Showtime subscribers on the day of the premiere. T Mac joins us right now. Tracy, you got to tell us about this OBL. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good, man. Excited to hear about this uh, this documentary, and more importantly, this this league that 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 you are trying to grow. Yeah, so I created this league, you know, based off of you know, how I really got discovered. And that's me playing uh, high school ball in Central Florida, being a junior um, and and being pretty good in my region. But outside of that, no one really knew who I was. 
Um, it wasn't until that summer going into my senior year where a guy that was affiliated with Adidas came down and told me all about this, this platform that Sonny Vaccaro started. It was called ABCD. Um, so hmm. I get this invite to this camp with the top high school guys in the nation. I played and I did well and ended up coming out of that camp being ranked the number one player in the country all in one summer. Wow. Um, well, <clears throat> nothing really changed about me as a as a basketball player. It's just really the platform that I got on. So here we are today. I wanted to create something to give those very guys that, you know, who knows what happened along their journey of pursuing a basketball career, uh, but giving them a platform to really showcase their unique ability in a one-on-one basketball game. And I think to me, we all played one-on-one growing up. It's the, it's the really true essence of basketball. Uh, so I hired and partnered up with, with Showtime to document everything. And out of that, we came out with a, a four-part series that's airing this Friday, July 28th at 10 p.m. on Showtime's platform. So I'm excited about it. It's really highlighting you know, one-on-one basketball, but also talking about, you know, some guys that participated in OBL and their unique skill set and their ability to uh, adapt to um, their journey that really didn't work out for some of the guys. Talk a little bit about how this can sort of, I guess, transition into today's game, right? We look at today's game, T-Mac, and it's so different from when you guys played with the – I guess the, the the sharing of the ball, the three-point shooting, you don't have as many guys in the league that are great at creating their own shots and, and getting their own buckets. You think this will be able to be, you know, applied to today's game and be able to fit into today's game? I, I, well, I think, you know, you, you, you're you star players. You look at the KDs, he's a one-on-one player. He has that unique skill set. You look at Devin Booker, he has that skill set. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, he has that skill set. James Harden, uh, he's older now, but he has that skill set. And other guys, I could go on and name a name that have a unique one-on-one uh, skill set. Um, and, and and these guys, they're they're not, you know, you're James Harden, but they have that ability. They have the the Kyrie handles and the unique creativity with the basketball in their hands. They're out here, man. They just didn't get that break. And, yeah, you know, you're you're a fan of uh, the the artist Jadakiss, he said it years ago, there's a brother up north better than Jordan that ain't get that break. <laughs> but it's a lot of guys out here that didn't get that break in this OBL platform is for those guys. And then also, everybody just is not, you know, a structured five-on-five basketball player right. because it's the role that you, that you might be getting put in. You know, you're a guy that is accustomed to having the basketball in your hands and you train every day with your trainer to have the basketball in your hands. But when you get, you know, on a team and your coach puts you in the corner and that really is not conducive to your skill set, how are you going to flourish, right? So Mm -hmm. this is no coaches. This is just you on the island competing and showcasing your your unique uh, skill set in one-on-one. Mm. Tracy McGrady joins us, and you want to check out the documentary. It starts Friday, July 28th, 10 p.m. Showtime. It's available on Paramount Plus after that, so check it out. It's fascinating. Should be a very good watch. All right, T-Mac, uh, your thoughts on James Harden his, uh, and his trade request. Uh, do you think that he's doing the right thing as we are going through this offseason? I 
me personally, I could sit here and say I don't, from a basketball standpoint, no, I don't think he's doing the right thing. But I've said this before, it has to be something deeper than what we all know because, it, again, it doesn't make basketball sense to ask for a trade when, you, when you're playing alongside the MVP of the league. You have an upcoming star in Tyrese Maxey. Um, you just got a, a pretty damn good coach there. I, I I don't know, man. You were one game from making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think if you would have made it there last year, I will put Philly over Miami because of Joel Embiid. And then you're playing for a championship. So that's why we play the game, is to play for championships. You are in a championship situation, and you're trying to get out of that again. Like, it's, I'm telling you, it's got to be something deeper, and I'm hoping it is for the reason he wants out, and we just don't know about it. It sounds like, uh, T-Mac, you feel at least optimistic about this team if they were to stay together when you look at Joel, Tyrese, and James Harden. Like, what do you think their chances are next year of, of winning a championship? Do you think Joel has the makeup of what it, what it takes to be a championship player? And can James Harden – finally be that be that guy who's a, a great co-star along Joel Embiid that could lead a team to a championship? Well, I, I think when you look at it on paper, I, I do think so, but there's a lot that has to be talked about and ironed out before moving forward. You know, you requesting for a trade, that sends a message to your teammates that, you know, one, they're probably not good enough. And maybe they're up on why you're requesting a trade. I don't know. I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm on the outside, you know, voicing my my, my opinion on this. Um, so I, I think, you know, when you look at it on paper, yeah, they're a championship contending team. I think they can compete for a championship. Do I think they can win one? No, I think they're a better team, but I think they have the talent to compete for one. Mm, I, and you know what? I, I, I think he's mad at Daryl Morey. T-Mac, for him not giving him the contract he was probably expecting. Remember, he took less money to come back, and I, I don't know what if there was a wink-wink deal or whatever, but you know, the, the, the Sixers didn't offer him an ex- – they didn't offer, really offer him anything. They said, hey, go out in free agency and set your market. He had to take the player option. Um, how, and, and this goes with James Harden and what we know about him, but also just NBA players in general. Like, how, how problematic can it be to have a player like James Harden – unhappy in a locker room and unhappy with the team going into a season. That's what I mean. Like that has to be ironed out because you could be a championship team on paper and, and, and how we view you, but there's some internal problems. Like you got to iron out before you even get to the season. That locker room is going to be in shambles knowing that this man requested a trade and he's not going to be traded. Like I, 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 I don't know how you get past that. You know what I mean? Start the season off with that because it will be looming. That is the first thing that people are going to be talking about when they go to tra- training camp. So, would you trade him? Um, would you honor the, the request and get as much as you could on the open market? Or would you say no, come back if you were running the Sixers? Um, that's tough, man. Because I, I mean, I, I love as a player. Um, I think he compliments Joel very, very, very well. And the, the pick and I think, you know, those two running pick and roll is just really unstoppable. I'm, I got to run it back. There's no way I'm trading him. He's too good of a, he's too good of a playmaker. Um, he's too good of a, a complimentary player to Joel Embiid. 
he's a big reason why Joel Embiid won that MVP. Joel Embiid is great, but if you look at how easy James Harden made the game for him and, and running that pick and roll and getting him easy baskets, shooting that elbow jumper, I mean, that that was, you know, uh, a, a really problem for teams. But I think you got to add um, another scoring guard that can relieve that pressure of James having to score and carry the load when the game is on the line because I, I just don't think that ability of him doing what he did in Houston is there anymore because he's older. So they need need another scorer, a, a small forward or a, another guard that can score. Absolutely. I, I, they need someone that they could give the ball to at, you know, if the, the game is, is on the line or someone that could take over the game, not, not name Joel Embiid. I don't think you do – do that with James Harden. I think he just has to be your playmaker, but as far as getting buckets or being a closer, uh, I don't think that ability is, is in him because of his age and, and the miles on his body. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm, good stuff again, Tracy mm-hmm. McGrady, bonded by ball inside the OBL, the Ones Basketball League, the four-part documentary series debuts Friday, this Friday, July 28th, 10 p.m. Showtime. If you have Paramount Plus, you can also check it out as well. One last thing, T-Mac, before, uh, and we appreciate the few minutes. It's talked about uh, a lot, or especially before, but is it? I wanted you to confirm it. Stephen A. Smith said back in 1999, the Sixers and the Raptors had a trade in place. Larry Hughes goes to Toronto. We get you and a first-round draft pick. Is that true? And how close were you to being a 76er? Um, I don't know how close it was. I heard it back then, but I, I, I honestly can't answer how close it was. But did I know about it? Yes, I, I knew about it. I don't know how close, though. Damn, um, Larry Hughes. We could have had T-Mac, yes. Larry Hughes. Come on, man. God, dog. Shit, y'all, y'all talking that way. We could have had Tim Duncan when I was in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> how, would, how, would, how, would you, how would you and AI have uh, have meshed as teammates? Oh, that, that's my brother. I just talked to AI uh, two weeks ago. That's my guy, man. We would have been good. Uh-huh. I'd like to see AI in his prime in the OBL man. one-on-one. <laughs> Yeah, hey, man, that would have been must-see TV. Hmm. Who who that you played with would have been the best competition for you one-on-one? The guy that's from the, the city that you guys are in right now? Come on now, you know. AI. Uh, the Black Bryant. Mamba. The Black Mamba. Oh, Kobe. No, Bean. Sorry. Come on, man. You know Bean Bryant? <laughs> Kobe <laughs> Bean Bryant? That's <laughs> T Mac, great talking to you, man. Good luck. Good luck with your uh, with your documentary and your league, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again. All right, man. All right, boy. Thank you. There he is, T Mac. He hit hit us with it twice. Yeah, you got excited to think about the old days for sure. That means we did our job. We had him at ease to where he felt like he was on the the couch or at a bar or one of the two. One of the two. One of the two. Well, Well, you know what. Very complimentary on James Harden's game where it is right now, but mm-hmm. also 
asking why what are you doing yeah, like, yeah, what's your, your game plan here he's mad at daryl morey <laughs> yes yep mad about the money yep. that, that's that's really what it is this is an ego blow he didn't have the the, the market that he thought he would teams weren't well, probably felt like he got him, lied to and he got lied to yeah, i mean that's really where it starts he shouldn't he he probably feels i never did want to go anywhere else and now you're not offering me the extension uh, or the, yeah, the extension that that I thought I was going to get. So now I don't want to be here at all. So I I had said this afterwards. I mean, I guess it depends on what you think of the player. But like they would have been to make if you would have offered him a two year contract at what are we talking about seventy million or something like that. Like if mm-hmm. you really think he's an important part of the team, then give him something to where he doesn't feel like like going going out and telling him go set your market and then come back to us or take the player option. Keeping him in the dark and free agency, it's stupid. Well, and that's where the bad blood came from. Right, in, right? I'd be mad too. Yep. That's where but but we're all happy that Daryl Moore did it the way that he did it. But you know now, it created another problem though. But see, that's that's my thing, is is that like when you hear T Mac talk, that's obviously what Maury thinks is that he's a, still a really good player mm-hmm. and he's not just going to trade him to trade him. But he's created all this other crap. Right. He's mad. Yep. So if you would have just worked with him a little bit more and not made him feel like, well, no, you, I had to exercise my option to come right. back. Now he's mad. Yep. That's just I, to I where just, he can't even get an extension. He can't do anything with the deal. He can't. No, no he and, can't do anything. Like he has to wait till next year. Now and far be it for me to defend James Harden, but Daryl Morey's handled this poorly. I'm sorry. I'm actually surprised at it. I, I thought him so. and Harden were close. So I wonder if it came from somewhere else that Daryl Morey had to do somewhat of a, uh, a change of plans. Ooh. It's yeah, going to be awesome. To your point, to your point. <laughs> you think Josh Harris has got involved? Daryl Morey's got a boss. Yeah. Right? Yes. And if there's if there's a weasel that's in the inner circle right. of, of Josh Harris that's saying, like, this is not a good idea to and sign And they may not have term. liked the way James Harden finished the season and some of the stuff that may have been going on behind closed doors that we yeah. don't even know about. Yeah. Yep. You know that. Like, you know that stuff is going on that we don't even know about. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we didn't even find out the, the, the trips to Vegas until... Doc got fired. <laughs> right. Well, no, then somebody... Oh, no, that was... No, the, the video. Somebody had a video of him. Right. And otherwise, we wouldn't have even seen friend. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TMZ, TMZ had it, yes. Ah, damn TMZ. No, yeah. but, like, we didn't hear about Doc calling him out in right. team meetings for, right. on, for partying on the road until mm-hmm. after Doc got fired. Well, yep. no, Doc told us, like, he said, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah I told him, no, he said, I told him to say, bleep it. Yeah, Rodman did it. <laughs> Yeah, Doc. He thought that was going to save his job. Yeah. yeah they still, he still stuck a knife in your back, Doc. Oh, bleep it mentality. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, now, and now I got Doc replacing Mark Jackson. I know. But so Mark Jackson off that? or Yeah, I think so. So Van Gundy and him? And, and DB. Doris no, Van, Van, Van Gundy is gone, I think. No, Van, Van Gundy is gone. I didn't yeah. know Mark Jackson. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think Mark Jackson. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be those two. Doris, Doris Burke. Burke and Doc Rivers. Yep. There you go. There you go. Doc Which is going to be, be pretty good. Well, he's great because. Oh, yeah. No, Doc, remember, he used to be, before he got the raspy Doc voice. Say stuff. He used to be pretty good. But especially the Sixers are going to have a lot of national games next oh, year. Oh, oh that's a great point. It's <laughs> a great. Oh, James Harden lollygagging uh, up the court again. No, he's going to be. He takes shots at the city. I can see that. You know, it's a tough <laughs> place to play. Uh, passive aggressive shots at yep. the city that only yeah. will here only in Philadelphia. Yeah, yep. or does he embrace Philly? Rolling out only in Philadelphia <laughs> at some point. Well, no doubt in my mind that would be good for business. Oh man! Remember Doug Collins? We love Doug Collins because he was so good on TV. Yep. 
right? Yep. And th- and then it, you dealt with him every day, and it's like, man, no, this guy's a jerk. No. Yes. <laughs> well, they're always the guys who know it all. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I still never forget good. when Doc said to keep Pompey. That's, that's a dumb bleep question. Remember that? Yes. I was like, what? Yeah, no, he was mad. <laughs> like, he was. that was obviously building up with Pompey. He needed to set him straight. Like, you are not going to continue to question me like Howard Eskin. I don't know if that was happening, but poor Keith got set straight by Doc. He did that a couple times with the, yeah. the, the, the pop. You would, would you ask Pop that question? Right. right. And when you go back and listen to the question, I can see why you got some 25-year-old blogger that's asking yeah. me. Yeah, Dave, you ram asking me questions. Well, Dave, man, don't mess with Dave. Um, all right, so, so by the way, B-Doc, Brian Dawkins joins us at 330. Mm-hmm. All right, can't wait to talk. So to many him. Hall of Famers. Mm. Let's say it's it, Elliot. At some point, is probably going to make a Hall of Fame somewhere. The next Ray Dinger, high school or daycare, perhaps <laughs> the daycare Hall of Fame. Ike made his uh, his high school's Wikipedia page. We're moving in the right yeah. direction. Did you? We're closer. <laughs> they deleted me out of my high school Wikipedia page. It's true. A listener, is that because they thought the guy that wrote Red Nose Reindeer or whatever no, was John Mark? A listener, a, a listener, and somebody that went to Upper Moreland was mad that I wasn't listed on the Wikipedia page as being a notable graduate. Right. So he went in and edited it himself, but whoever edits the page, like has the credentials to edit the page, wipe that right out of there. What? Yeah, it's true. It's an ex-girlfriend? No, it's just somebody that, no, obviously he's like, screw him. He doesn't deserve yeah, to be well, on Somebody's the page. a hater. That's what I'm saying. Someone's a hater. Correct. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, I'm like, dude, whatever. I don't care. He's like, no, it's bogus. And he was telling me the other names that were on it. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, we don't have to fight Wikipedia Upper Moreland High School page because I'm not no, I'm not listed on it. All right, we're good. We're good. I didn't even know we had a high school Wikipedia page. I, I wouldn't have known it either until this. I'm not, I'm not yeah, Googling my yeah. Wikipedia page. I'm not on page. Wikipedia pages yet. Yeah. So notable alumni, Paul Bateman, who's a mathematician. Like, come on, give me a break. Scott Hilton was an NFL player. Absolutely. I never heard of him, but absolutely. He made the NFL, right? So Joe Biden. Joe Biden. There you go. Joe Biden. All right. Now, if TK gets on there and you're not on there, that's where we draw the line. Yeah. That's not good. TK, he he worked with me one day when you were gone, and he loses his card, his Hapero card, because he didn't know basic Hapero trivia. (laughs) He's from Hapero, but they they allow Hapero people to go to Upper Moreland, like T-Mac. He really should have, uh, or Tom Kelly, not T-Mac. Um, let's get Corey in here. Corey, I got about 90 seconds. Go ahead. How are you? Hey, Mark. I agree. What up? What up? What's up, C? Hey, man, we, we, we as a fan base, I can't have nobody out here shaking in their boots, man. We got Michael Jordan at the helm. We are going to be all right. We going back to the Super Bowl. I know you said I got 90 seconds, so I'm going to get it out quick. Before I forget, I told y'all in the middle of the summer, well, Elliot, come on, he's going to remind y'all, Trey Sermon, making the roster, check it down, put it in your books. I'm telling y'all, put it on bet parts, whatever, you know, Fandle, whatever y'all want. You, you shouldn't be using 90 seconds for the fifth running back on the team, <laughs> Corey. Nah, it ain't gonna be, it's not going to be the fifth running back. No, it's not. I'm not worried. See, y'all, y'all, y'all having a show because y'all worried. I'm not I'm worried. Not worried. I'm, I'm not worried either. I'm not, I'm not, you know what I, what I am? I'm realistic, Corey. That's what I am. Realistic? Yes. Realistic is we got the best team in fo- football. And we got a top two quarterback. Talk to him. I mean, that's realistic. That's is history. Him. It's history. That's, that's realistic. That's, that's facts. Hey, you you talking about like going back to the Super Bowl? I mean, history don't happen until you make it, right? Nobody no, I, was going back to back Super Bowls until it happened. So we gonna make history. So if that's what we want to count. That's but what you but happen. you just you you gave me an opinion and said fact afterwards. I actually <laughs> well, gave you the, the fact. Opinion? You gave what me an opinion. opinion. Well, what did you what say? Opinion? ESPN told you we got the best long term football. Remember they did the little thing rankings? 
Yep. I don't remember, no. I do. All right. All right, but that's a fact. That's not an opinion. All right. And I think he's top two, but we know he's top six at least. That's a fact. That's what they ranked him, right? Mm -hmm. We got a top six quarterback in the number one roster. Why should I be scared? You shouldn't be scared. That's what I'm saying. We going back. I don't want. I don't want to hear nothing about no. Uh, you know. Um, uh, 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 well, I can't think. What I'm trying. All to right, say. man. That's all right. Thank you. Sorry, <laughs> see. Thank you very much. No, I'm Jack. Doesn't involve a buck. I used the yard loss a little bit there. Jack. Jack and I are now Jets fans. Apparently, yeah, that's right. So, and, and will... I used to be the Jets fan. Yeah, we well, take over for you. Your twentieth AFC team was was the Jets because Joe again, Joe Douglas. That's where I draw the line. Like I understand Cincinnati, I understand the Bills, I understand the Ravens, I understand the Chiefs. <laughs> you can't claim the Jets because of Joe Douglas. I'm sorry. He helped Can us I, win the Super Bowl. You didn't play. Oh, you didn't play under him. No, but he helped us win the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did he? Yeah, he did was. He? Wasn't he the GM? Just I claim the Jets because I'm friends with Glenn Foley. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the starting quarterback for the Jets at one point. There you go. And I used to work. There you go. So uh, that, my Jets. Let's go. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Dolphins fans too. Dolphins fans. Right, because of Marino. Marino. Because yeah, Dan Marino. Yeah. Yep. We know. <laughs> Brian Dawkins is he a Dolphin fan? He's an Eagle. Probably fan. grew up a Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins fan. Must have. Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, there was no up, Jags. He didn't grow up a then. Jags fan. That's for sure. Well, start a training camp. Let's get Doc on. Would he be shocked if the Eagles didn't make the Super Bowl this year? And. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. But how does a team not take a step back after getting to the Super Bowl? That's the question. We'll cover it all with Doc. That's coming up right after this. It's Marks and Reese, 94 WIP. You know what I love best about Philly sports? The tradition, the loyalty, and the we are Philly mentality. Now, those are the same traits that you'll find with my friends at Dietz and Watson. The Dietz and Watson family has been making great tasting meats and cheeses for over 80 years. And they've supported Philly sports through good times and bad, and they give back to the community. They also understand what it means to be Philly proud. Man, they also understand what it means to be the best. Be like me and put Dietz and Watson meats, cheeses, and snacks at the top of your deli list.